0: Thank you so much for joining us online today at Christ Covenant Church. We hope you sense God's presence and are encouraged by the message. Now, here's Pastor Ryan Weems. Today, we finish our current series called You Asked For It. And for those that are new, each week I've been answering your top questions one at a time. And really, I've been doing it a la carte. And so today's final question and topic that we're going to cover is so, so good and so glad that you asked this. So many of you wanted to know more about the Holy Spirit. So that's our topic today. You can write that down if you're taking notes. And And I know that when you hear that topic, the Holy Spirit, some of you get real nervous <laughs> real quick. And then others of you, you're like, yeah, man, so excited for that. As some of you just have no clue. You're like, I've never I've been taught about the Holy Spirit. So regardless of where you're at in your faith journey, I believe God's got something for you. In fact, especially if you're here today and you have questions, questions about who the Holy Spirit is and what's his function in our lives. Maybe you saw something weird back in the day that somebody did and you were like, hey, was that them or was that God? Or maybe you heard a story or saw some random video on YouTube, you know? You're like, hey, was that God? Or was that just that person being crazy? Uh, You know, what's going on here? And so if you got questions, you're actually in good company. You see, when you go back to the very beginning of the New Testament church in Acts chapter 19, you can turn there if you like. Won't be our main text, but kind of a jumping off point. But with the early disciples, there were questions regarding the topic of the Holy Spirit. And so again, if you got questions, uh, you're in good company. It's Acts chapter 19, verses one through two. I usually start here when I talk about the Holy Spirit. Here's what it says. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul. So Paul wrote most of the New Testament. Paul took the road through the interior and he arrived at Ephesus. That's one of the places he would plant a church. And there he found some disciples. So notice... They were believers. He found some disciples and he asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they answered, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And so again, if you got questions, you're in good company, because even they had questions at the very beginning of it all. Paul's like, hey, did you receive the Holy Spirit? And they're like, holy who? (laughs) What are you talking about? What do you even know there was such a thing? And so again, you're in good company and we're gonna find some answers from God's word. Now turn with me to our main text today, uh, two passages. And I figured that you could care less about what I have to say, but you wanna hear from Jesus, amen, somebody? And so let's find out what Jesus has to say about the Holy Spirit, not what I have to say. So two places, the first is John chapter 14, verse 15. John chapter 14, verse 15. And then if you can hold two places, we're also gonna be in Acts chapter one after that. But words will be on the screen in the room and online. But John 14, starting in verse 15, and then Acts chapter one, verse eight. And today I'm kicking it old school, y'all. I'm going with the new King James version, all right? Um, But even if you've got a different version, you'll be able to follow with me. John 14, verse 15. These words are in red in a lot of your Bibles because they're from Jesus. Here's what Jesus has to say. If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper. Somebody shout another. Another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you a little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. I love this last part, so encouraging. Jesus says to you and I, because I live, you will also live. Thank Jesus for that. Now move forward one Bible book to Acts eight. Acts eight. Some of you charismatic folk like me, uh, you know this verse. You got this verse tattooed on your body somewhere, okay? It's a great, great verse, Acts 1.8, still new King James Version. Here's what Jesus says. But you shall receive, somebody shout power. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Why don't you bow your heads with me, close your eyes. Jesus, thank you. That we don't have to come today to hear what a man or a church or a movement has to say about the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that we can hear directly from you. And so I pray, Lord, uh, for those that are brand new to this and they're like, holy who? What are we talking about? I pray, God, that you would give them new, fresh revelation uh, to know who the Holy Spirit is and the function that the Holy Spirit wants to have in their life. I pray, God, for the seasoned saints that that maybe they've encountered the Holy Spirit often throughout their journey. I pray even for them, God, there'd be a fresh outpouring upon them. I pray, God, for those that feel dry and weary, God, that you would do a new work, a fresh work in them. And I pray, God, even for the skeptic. Maybe they grew up in a church and they saw some things that freaked them out. And because of that, they've kind of put the Holy Spirit at a distance. I pray, God, that even for them, that you would tear down those walls and that you would show them Not what a man, not what a movement has to say about you, but but what you have to say. And I pray, God, that you would speak so clearly and in a way that not only helps us today, but every day moving forward. God, we give you glory. And I got some expectation, God, that you're gonna do something awesome just like you did in first service. God, we give you glory and we give you honor. And if you believe it with me, would you say amen? Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things my wife, Isabel, and I love to do, um, and maybe you can relate to this, I think a lot of you can, but one of the things that we love to do, especially on dates, is we love to eat some good food, any good food people in the house, man. Like, like, like we love, it. and in fact, it's kind of funny, and Isabel will agree with this, but when we've had lunch um, or breakfast or whatever with a lot of you, we like to eat with people in the church. And so whether you're new or you've been around for a long time, we love to have a meal together. And when we do that, it's so funny because not only will we eat something with you, a lot of you experience this, we're also talking about food while we're eating. You know what I'm talking about? Like we're those kind of people that that we can eat and watch the Food Network at the same time that we're eating, okay? And maybe you can relate to that. And so, so we're not foodies necessarily, um, but we love all kinds of food we don't discriminate against food okay like like all shapes all sizes all colors baby we're in <laughs> and maybe you can relate. in fact l- l- let me just kind of know who I'm preaching to any foodies in the house would you just wave at me like you just don't care yeah got a lot of you Houston's a great place to be a foodie right because you get all kinds of great food and and we're the most diverse city in America which not only means that we have diversity with people but also diversity in our cuisine and so we love good food and here a couple years ago uh, right before COVID and I'm glad we went before because I heard it's not the same since but right before COVID a couple years ago my wife and I we had an opportunity uh, to go on a trip with just us and if you got kids like like you love your kids but you also love to leave them at home sometimes can I get a witness from somebody it's like yeah it's like it don't happen a lot but anytime it does it's awesome and so we've been able to do just a couple of trips been married a little over 10 years and this trip was to New York. And we had never been before. We haven't been since, but never been before. And one of the things we wanted to do is, of course, experience the culture. And we wanted to go to a Broadway show. And uh, we have um, a great family that was in our church that we were a part of in Dallas. And one of their children, their daughters, was in our youth ministry there. And uh, she actually was and is on Broadway, specifically in the show Hamilton. Hamilton. You can find it on disney plus and i'm not saying it's all good in there okay so don't write me you know afterwards but but we wanted to go and we're like plus we got the hookup because she in the show and so we reached out to the family and and she hooked us up and i mean amazing seeks so were we like 10 rows back i mean it was just awesome and we can't hook you up but they hooked us up okay so don't ask and and so we went and and so we had the show that night but we wanted to go to dinner before and again we never been to new york y'all know me good enough like i'm just a simple texas guy like like we texas people and when we went to new york we could tell we were far from a water bar water burger okay like we were far and uh so we needed help and we had asked people even before our trip um, like what's some good places and one of the people we talked to was pastor tony who was leading worship for us a moment ago and that lady, if you know her, she, she, she's traveled and, and she's been to some awesome places and she, she's got connections and hookups. And, and we were asking her about a place to eat. And she was like, pastor, I know the place. If you don't know this about her, she's Italian. So she's like, pastor, I am Italian through and through. And you know us Italians, any Italian people? And like, you just know, like we, we know good food. Like we don't go to bad food places. In fact, like if you're true Italian, you will never set foot in an olive garden, you know? Like I'm cool with olive garden, I'm cool with it. Isabel, you remember when we had Olive Garden at one of our staff gatherings and, and Pastor Tony just, 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 just make eye contact the whole night. But anyways, just kidding. I'm kidding, kidding. She's like, I got this place that you need to go to. And so we're like, yes, yes, let's do it. And so, so we're there and Isabel will remember this and and we're walking the streets of New York. And again, we're like, I'm, I'm Texas and she's a transplant Texan, my wife. And so we're, we're not used to this. And, and and there in New York, if you've ever been uh, like a lot of big cities They don't have brick and mortar like restaurants where it's its own thing typically they're underneath something in the basement but again we had not encountered this we're walking we're trying to find this place we're like man we got to make our time here for this broadway show so we're walking around we're using our gps and and again we we can't really find it we're having a difficult time like honestly this place was so hidden you could have easily walked on by and so we're using our gps and we kind of see an area that we think is it but again it's a skyscraper and i think this one had like apartments or something over top and so we're like are is this it and and we're kind of nervous to go down in the basement because we're like we don't want to roll up in somebody else's basement you know what i'm saying and and, and so we just go in and, and and after a little while once you kind of get past the initial part then you start to figure out all right we're, we're in the right place even though it didn't seem like it on the outside and when we walk in it was awesome wasn't it like the food was great, the service was quick and, and, it, and it was Italiano to the max, y'all. Like it, like it was just awesome. And, and, and I remember, and you'll remember this, Isabel, they brought out this free appetizer at the beginning and I don't know if anybody likes olives, like we like olives and, and man, these olives were so giant, they must've been on steroids. I mean, they were just huge. Like, I don't know what they did to get them that big, but we liked it, okay? And it was just there and um, it was just, it was a great experience, we had an incredible time there. And here's why I say all of that. And, church, I hope you'll hear me, like everybody looking at me. Uh, here's what I want to tell you that, in a far greater way, far greater way, I'm here to tell you today that there is a place with God that maybe you've never been before. That there's a place that may not even look like you wanna go in from the outside. There's a place that maybe you didn't even realize was there and you've been walking on by, but once you actually step in and experience it, it will change your life. You will never be the same again. And in the same way that we came back to Pastor Tony, we're like, thank you for letting us know because we would have not have been to that. But like, thank you, thank you. You'll thank me after the service because you're like, Pastor, I didn't even know it could be that good. The Holy Spirit has more for you. And if you believe it in faith, would you shout amen with me? There's more. There is more for you. And I, I, just, I, I just, I love this so much that, that in John 14 and Acts 1, uh, Jesus just makes it real clear, like simple as possible, about three different encounters, three different experiences that we can all have with the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to give you some sound theology today. It'll be a little bit of deep into the pool, but then also you're going to have a moment at the end to encounter the Holy Spirit. And it's not going to be weird, but it will be powerful. And I've talked about the Holy Spirit a lot in five years that we've been here. I've done a lot of series on the Holy Spirit, a lot of messages like this. And I've said this a lot, but we got so many new people, I'm gonna say it again. Please hear me, loud and clear. The Holy Spirit is not weird. People are weird. Like that is just true. That, That is good preaching, it is true. So often somebody got carried away. And I'm not even saying they meant to, okay? Maybe their heart was right, but their head was way behind them. We've met people like that. And they got carried away. And yeah, God was doing something, but it wasn't that. And and, and again, we all make mistakes and so I'm not trying to judge those people, but the Holy Spirit isn't weird. People are weird, but the Holy Spirit is powerful. So I'm gonna break down these three experiences. And again, we'll give you a chance to encounter the Holy Spirit. So number one, no matter who you are or where you go, Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit is with you. He's with you. I hope you write down these notes like I did in a way that hopefully will last and stick with you, but no matter where you are or who who you are, where you go, the Holy Spirit is with you. He's with you. In Jesus' own words in John 14, he tells us that God would send the Holy Spirit to first be with us. And not only is he with us, But Jesus makes it crystal clear that the one who is with us, the Holy Spirit, he is God. Man, I wish I would have got a better amen. Like like this is, you gotta have sound theology here. The Holy Spirit is God. Here's what Jesus says. Jesus says that God the Father is going to send another helper. Remember you shouting that another? Another helper that will never leave. And that word another in the original language, not a slide for this, but I hope you write it down. That word another in the original language means another of the same kind. So not another of a different kind, not another of a similar, like the same kind. Jesus says another helper is going to come, another of the same kind. Here's what this means. The Holy Spirit is not just close to God or similar to God or almost God, he is God. He is God. And so some of y'all, and I feel this so strong in my bones, some of y'all need a major mindset change, a shift in thinking, because for far too long, you're like, I'm cool with God the Father. I am cool with Jesus, but I don't know about that Holy Ghost. You're like, I don't want ghosts around, no ghosts allowed, you know? But you need a mindset change because the Holy Spirit is not on the JV team. He's not, so stop treating him that way. I'm gonna get into some real sound, deep theology here, but it's so important. Here at this church, and all of Christians, by the way, across the world, we worship a triune God. Like the triune God. Here's what that means. We believe, it's not just songs that we put it into, we believe it's hook, line, and sinker in the Trinity. Three in one. Three in one. I'm not making this up. This is all of Christianity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Here's what this means. Each person in the Trinity is fully God. So it's not like one is 33% and the other is 33 and that's not how it works. Each person is fully God, but hear me. Yes, they are fully God, but we're not talking about three gods. Not talking about that. It's three in one. There is only one God that we serve. Can I get an amen? Our God is one. Now I know what you're thinking. You're like, pastor, that's kinda hard to wrap my my brain around. Like three in one, the Trinity, like how does that really work? And if you have those questions, I'll just tell you loud and clear, welcome to the family. (laughs) The longer you've been walking with God, the more you realize there will always be some mystery there. Why? Because you and I ain't God and we will never fully grasp, but it is so clear, Old Testament, New Testament, that our God is one. We serve the triune God, we believe in the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And so every time in scripture, and especially here with Jesus, every time he refers to the Holy Spirit, notice that he says, he, not it. He says, he, not it. And so the Holy Spirit is not this mystical feeling the Holy Spirit is not this Star Wars force thing. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is God. And so the Holy Spirit, God himself, he is with us. He's with us. He's everywhere all at once. Picture it this way, and this is true, that before you got into this room, with the room that you're watching in right now, or the vehicle, before you got there, the Holy Spirit was already there. And once you leave, guess what? He'll still be there. He was there when you were getting ready this morning, making sure you look good. You know, he was there. He was there when you fought with your family on the way to church. You know, he, he was there. Like he was there last night. He, he is everywhere all at once. That's called omnipresent, everywhere all at once. That, that, that's just, you gotta, you gotta wrestle with that for a moment. And also, God being with you, the Holy Spirit being with you, you, you have no say in that. Why I don't believe in the Holy Spirit. That's cool, but he believes in you and he's with you. That's cool, you don't, you don't, like at this church, I say this all the time, you don't have to believe to belong, but here's what we do believe, that you hang around long enough and you're gonna dip that toe in, try out the pool, and then eventually you're gonna say cannonball, baby, and you're going in. So you don't have to believe to belong, but we, we believe that you will eventually believe. And, and so even if you don't, Even if you don't believe in Jesus, even if you follow another religion, it doesn't change the reality, the fact, the truth. that The Holy Spirit is with you. That's the first experience, the first encounter, and you have no say. It's gonna happen no matter what. But the second experience, the second encounter, you do have some say. Number two, write this down if you're taking notes. Jesus says, also, the Holy Spirit wants to live in you. And that's not everybody. There's a lot of people in this church that the Holy Spirit lives in you because you've given your life to Jesus. So sound theology, very, very basic, is that when you give your life to Jesus, when you ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins, when you put your faith in him, in that exact millisecond, faster than you could blink, you are filled up, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. The Bible says it this way, that you are now, when you've given your life to Jesus, You are now a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are a place where the Holy Spirit lives and dwells. And like, you gotta get that. So not only is he with you, meaning you're not alone, but when you give your life to Jesus, he lives in you and that should cause you to live different. Why? Because you are taking, he's not just around you, he is in you. You're taking the Holy Spirit everywhere that you go the decisions you make, the things that you say, like it should, it should change things, right? Just like if your grandma was around all the time, you know? Like, oh, I gotta be careful, right? That, that's how it works. And so in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would come upon people and move in people's life and then he would depart. And in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would dwell in physical buildings, temples, sometimes even in tents. And that would be, but under the new covenant, and am I preaching to anybody? The Holy Spirit doesn't need a building. The Holy Spirit wants to live in you. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. But again, this is one of those encounters that you have some say in. Because he doesn't go to a place where he's not invited. And so he, won't make, he ain't gonna make you. You have a say in the matter. And when you give your life to Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in you. So he is with you, around you, you're never alone. And he also wants to live inside of you. This is so, so important that we get this. We are now a temple of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Dante, would you help me out here? Uh, I have an object illustration I wanna use to, to really help illustrate this point and something hopefully you'll hold on to. And, and I know how it is, I'm the same way. You ain't gonna remember like remember this message you you you, like i'm gonna forget it too okay but there's things like this these object illustrations that somehow god will use them like visual people and will remember it better and so i'm hoping this is what this will do for you and i've talked about this before but never shown it in this way thank you so much pastor dante so for this illustration, and you're gonna make sure we, we're gonna make sure you can see this online too. But for this illustration, uh, you and I, we are this vase for our bougie people, Voss. Okay, this is you. You know who you are. It's Voss, pastor. Okay, okay, give me a break. <laughs> you're a vase. And and this is you. Somebody say you. This is you. This is you. This is me. Now, Now, we have a container here. And in this container, we have a little bit of water. I don't know if you can see it from where you're seated or online, but there's a little bit of water. So again, breaking down these these different encounters, all of us, when we are born into this world, we are empty. That's true. But what's also true, what we already talked about, is that we do have the Holy Spirit with us. And so the Holy Spirit is with us, the Holy Spirit is around us. And as you live your life, you can see the water splashing a little bit, you are bumping up against the Holy Spirit. And there are moments where, where it's not necessarily that the Holy Spirit is more present, but there's moments where you are more sensitive to the presence of the Lord, kind of like what's happened in worship today, right? Like, like even if you're brand new, and in fact, this is so funny, um, and I just think this is really, really cool, but we got, uh, we got so many new believers in our church, people that didn't grow up in... Um, grow up in church, which is awesome. I, I seriously love this. I'm gonna joke a little bit, but I, I love that, I really do. Like we're at, we got people that are like, hey, what is, if it's John three sixteen, what does that three and that colon and that 16 mean? Like, what does that mean? And I just think that's awesome. Those are great questions. Um, but one of the things that, that new people will talk to me about, and I, and I just think it's funny, is they'll say, man, pastor, and they're using the world's language. They're like, pastor, I really love the vibe in your church. It's got great vibes, you know? And, and if you say that to me, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I think, I really do think it's awesome. But here's what they're doing. They are trying to use the terminology that they know in the world to describe what they feel. That's all. And, and, and they're gonna learn. But, here, but here's, here's the reality. They're saying it's vibes, but it's not vibes, It's not how good my preaching is or isn't. It's not how great the worship team is or isn't. It's not any of that. What they're experiencing is a move of the Holy Spirit. They are bumping up against the Holy Spirit. It's something different than what they felt before. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean there's more of God's presence here, but there's a heightened sense of God's presence in his house. And so again, you don't have anything you can do about this. You could go to Jupiter, baby, and guess what? The Holy Spirit's already there. Like like you could do whatever, Like I say this joke to people all the time. Like you can try to run away from God. You could try to play hide and seek, but he is really good at finding you, baby. Like he is really good. It is hard to play hide and seek with someone who is everywhere all at once. And so he is with you, he's around you. But again, there is a second encounter with the Holy Spirit. And a lot of you, but not all of you have experienced this. So not only is he with you, not only is that true, but when you give your life to Jesus, he fills you up from the inside out. Anybody thankful for that? The living water of God, the Holy Spirit lives. I'm getting stronger. This was hard to do first service, man. I'm, I'm getting stronger. Like it's just a gallon, I know, but I'm weak. Anyways, you know, we not supposed to laugh at that. You're supposed to say, no, pastor. Anyways, so you, hopefully you can see this. I think you can. But the Holy Spirit, when you give your life to Jesus, forgives you of your sin, the Holy Spirit lives in you. And so this is a, this is a game changer, it really is. And, and if you've never had the second encounter, the second experience, I'm hoping and praying you do today. That's why every single service, I've done it for five years, guess what? God willing, I'll do it for 50 more. (laughs) Like, like, Like I am so grateful that every single service at the end, we have people that are constantly giving their life to Jesus. Anybody excited about that in God's house? 720 people in less than five years that you've had this second experience. And again, it happens in a flash that when you give your life to Jesus, he fills you up. The Holy Spirit fills you up. And so when you die one day, you will be in heaven with Jesus. Not only are you a temple of the Holy Spirit, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. And so you get access to heaven, not because of what you did or what you earn, which by the way, if we got what we deserved, we wouldn't get heaven, we would get hell. And so you get access like like you get that VIP access, not because of what you've done or what you've earned because of what Jesus has already done for you. Amen, somebody? And so you'll be in heaven one day and all this is great with you and also in you, but far too many Christians stop there. You're like, hey pastor, I got my fire insurance, baby. I ain't gonna have to go to hell, I'm gonna be in heaven one day. I'm good, I'm just gonna coast. And so many have stopped here. But remember, the Holy Spirit has more for you. Somebody shout more. He he, he has more. Like Houston is awesome, but heaven is better. But we're not there yet. And so while we're still on earth, while we're still in the world, the Holy Spirit has more for you. Not only has the Holy Spirit been around you and with you, But now the Holy Spirit has come inside of you, but there is a third encounter. Come on, Pastor Dante, help me out. Where the Holy Spirit number three wants to come upon you. And this is different. This is that radical power from on high, that dunamis power. Power, power to be a witness. This is what Jesus prophesied in Acts chapter one, verse eight, that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Is God stirring up anybody right now? That you'll be the dad and the mom that you were called to be, that you'll be a witness at your office, at your school. And this is a different encounter. This is that third experience. You can cut it off now where you are completely set. Saturated, where you are overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit comes upon you in such a way, I'm about to spill some stuff up here. Some of you are like, where is it coming from? We got secrets, okay? Just secrets. I think it's gonna stay there. But there's there's these moments in your life, and you can see this that third encounter where the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and now there's that constant filling up. To overflowing, and you can see this glass vase no longer just has water around it and in it, but it is completely overshadowed by the water. And so when you have the third encounter, when you have that third experience, when that takes place, you no longer have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has you. And it's different. There's my hose, and there's my Holy Spirit water going everywhere. Pastor Dante may have to help me out, man, I got this hose. I think it's good, I think it's good. But when this happens, it's a game changer. It's a life changer. You are completely overshadowed. God does a fresh and new work. I think we're good, man. Yeah, I think we're good, yeah. Just keep an eye out for water. But here's how it gets even better. Here's what's so incredible about this. Is there are people in this service that at one point you've had this third experience, this third encounter but you have grown stagnant in your faith and what's so amazing about this third experience is that you can have it over and over and over again I'll say it to you this way with the Holy Spirit there are free refills it's a holy happy hour that any time that you feel weak God can pour out a fresh and a new upon you but it's a different encounter it's a different experience And I just know that I know that I know that there's people in this service that you're like, I didn't even know that was available, but I want it. There was people in this service that you were fearful of it because of what man did and they blamed it on the Holy Spirit. But now that you've got back to what Jesus has to say, you're like, pastor, I want everything that God has for me. I'm finally gonna step into my calling to be the man of God or the woman of God that you're called to be, to actually have that power. It is a difference maker. And I've experienced time and time again, this third encounter with the Holy Spirit. As many of you that have, and I wanna tell you today, this is not just some pastor deal. This is not just some seasoned saint deal. This is not just some Christ covenant deal. There is more for every single one of you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. There's more. I was thinking about this this past week and I've never shared this publicly. It's not, not been a secret, but, but something awesome that happened in our family. I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. So we're talking about third encounter. I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit when I was a teenager. My wife was actually when she was an adult, even though she grew up in churches like this, non-denominational that believed all the Bible, We've got three kids and our oldest, Luke, who's nine now. He's actually, even so young, he's actually had all three experiences. And I'm not saying that my journey's going to be yours or Isabel's going to be yours or his is going to be yours. Our, our, our other two, like our young girls, it, it may be longer for them. That's not what it's about. Okay, y'all with me? I'm just giving you some examples. doesn't matter how old or how young. And so some of you will remember this, but a couple years ago, peak COVID, actually summer, everything went crazy, March, 2020. And then the summer, we had a couple of months, it wasn't long, but a couple of months where we didn't have in-person. We came back real quick because we thought we could do it safe and we did do it safe. But during those couple of months, when we had online only, when we came back, some of you will remember that we had family services. And so we had the chidlins up in here. I mean, we had, it was, it was actually pretty cool, but, but there was a lot of crying and screaming. And I mean, it was, just, it was just cool, you know? And it was just family style. I'm grateful for our kids' ministry and our youth ministry so they can grasp everything. But we needed to do it at the very beginning, coming back. And so it was during one of those services that our son, Luke, around seven years old, it was during one of those services that I had the honor, the privilege to lead him to faith in Jesus. And he was able to have a conversation with you, Isabel, afterwards and described in detail what God did and how he had been saved and forgiven. It was just incredible, incredible. And then it was a little by, a little while later, maybe a year or so later, where our son growing up, and really he noticed it more when he was older, But growing up, he'd always hear me praying in my prayer language, speaking in tongues, which just saying that right there just freaks some of you out. You're like, what? Yeah, it's clearly in the Bible. It's one of the gifts. It's not the only gift, but it's the one that freaks people out. Like, whoa, 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 what do you, it's a prayer language that God gives you. But it's not the only gifts. Like no one gets nervous about the gift of faith and that's one of the gifts that you have access to. Like when you receive that that third experience, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But I'm not ashamed about it. Like some people will be like, well, I don't wanna tell anybody. It's real, it's Bible, I'm not making this stuff up. And so he would hear me just like our other kids would hear me pray in the spirit, pray in my prayer language, not some weird way, just normal. Remember what we do here, we do at home. It's just normal for us. It's not super hyped or super spiritual. So you would hear that. And so after he had that second encounter, holy spirit living in him he was asking about the third encounter which is awesome that's what we want that's what should happen in your home because they see it happening at home not just on a sunday morning y'all with me church like this should be normal not like oh only the pastor does that it should be normal so he's like dad what's this like language man like what's going on here i don't know what you're saying i'm like son i don't know what i'm saying either So we're able to walk through the bible and Isabel and I spent a lot of time praying through this and figuring out how do we show him where it makes sense for a seven-year-old or eight-year-old, however old he was at the time. And there was a day where Isabel was out with the girls in the living room and, and I was with Luke, our son, in our room. We're sitting on the floor and I walked through the water illustration, not physically, but just kind of like painting that picture. And then I also had bought a Nerf gun, which I'm not about to bring out a Nerf gun, but I brought a Nerf gun and uh it's either nerf or nothing in our house okay and so i got one of those nerf guns that's not like a single shot where you cock it back or whatever like i got one that's battery powered like even though it's nerf it will leave a welt on you like that's just what will happen for real and so so i use that as an illustration remember the power jesus talked about the hey the batteries you put them in and so we had fun with that and then afterwards we had a we had a nerf battle it was awesome and if you got kids, you can use kind of some of that pattern. I can give you more later if you're curious. But, but at the very end of it all, he's eight years old or so, at the very end I asked Luke, I said, Luke, do, do you want to ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you? Like, do you want that? He's like, dad, yeah. I want that, dad. I, the Holy Spirit's done that for you, done that for mom, done that for so many. I, I want that. There's a hunger there. In eight years, we prayed a simple prayer, the same kind of prayer, I'm gonna pray over you. And we just invited the Holy Spirit. Remember, he only goes where he's welcome. And we invited the Holy Spirit, we asked the Holy Spirit, would you come upon my son? Would you fill him up to overflowing? Would you begin to give him access to the spiritual gifts according to 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians 14 and so many other places? But you give my son power from on high to be the man of God you've called him to be. And God is my witness. The Holy Spirit met us in that room. And the Holy Spirit poured out himself upon my son. And I saw my eight-year-old son begin to, and I heard him begin to speak in tongues And God began to give him gifts and God will still give him gifts in the future. Sometimes God gives us a gift for one occasion. Other times we've got access to that gift for the rest of our life. But I saw it and I heard it. It was there. It was real. It wasn't a show. You didn't know this was going on, but my son met with God at eight years old he realized that God had more for him and I hope today no matter how old how young you are how long you've been coming to this church or not the Holy Spirit God himself he has more for you and there's some of you that you've been struggling so much and the reason why is because you've been living on your own strengths yeah you'll be in heaven one day but we're not there yet And while you're here on earth, there's an overflowing, there's an overshadowing, there's an empowering from the spirit of God, God himself, and it will change your life. And I'm hoping and praying that you no longer walk by it, I'm hoping and praying that you no longer use excuses to push him off. The Holy Spirit is not on the JV team, y'all. He is God himself and he has more for you. But check this out. You cannot come to him today and say, Holy Spirit, I want every other gift, but not tongues. You can't do that. That's not how it works. You can't say, God, I'll give you 99%, but I want 1% because I won't be like that crazy person. That's not how it works. You come to God and you say, God, whatever gift you have for me, However you want to display your power in me, do it. That's how you come to God. There ain't no strings attached with him. It's God, I humble myself. I've had the first encounter. Maybe you've had that second because you've got to have the second encounter. This is in order. God, I want that third encounter. Pour out your spirit upon me and he will answer that prayer. Yes and amen. Bow your head with me, close your eyes. No one's stirring right now. Jesus, I pray for those that have never had the second experience. I pray God for those that have never been filled up with your spirit. They have never given their life to you. Yeah, they've been around it and they've had moments like in a church service where they, they felt and they could sense something different was going on but they've never had that personal encounter, giving their life to you, Jesus, and you filling them up, Holy Spirit. And so I pray for anybody that's never had that encounter that today would be their day. In fact, right here in this room, eyes closed, head bowed. In the other rooms, watching online if you can. You're just paying attention to what God is speaking to you and saying to you. In this moment, you can give your life to Jesus to ask him to forgive you of all your sin, to put your faith in him. And the moment you do that, the millisecond, you'll be filled up to the brim with the Holy Spirit. Now a temple of the Holy Spirit. So you can do that right where you are. You can just whisper this to Jesus. Jesus, I give you my life. I believe that you are who you say you are. I believe that you have the power to save me and forgive me. Jesus, I believe that you are God and I make you my personal Lord and savior. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross. I believe that you rose from the dead. And I ask you, you've gotta ask him this. Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. but you clean me up? And those that are saying that prayer for the first time You can know that you know that you know that right now the Holy Spirit is filling you up to the brim. You are saved, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. You will one day be in paradise forever with Jesus. Not because of what you've done, not because of this church service, but because of Jesus. God, thank you for those that are having that second encounter right now, that second experience. And I pray right now Come on, nobody moving. Right now, God's about to move in this place. I pray right now for that third encounter, that third experience. God, we're hungry for you. We want more of you. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit, but we want the Holy Spirit to have us. God, we wanna be poured into, through and through, overflowing, I pray right now that you would pour out your spirit upon every single person that is willing and open. I pray, God, in a real and tangible way, that from on high you would pour yourself out upon, upon. May you baptize your people in the Holy Spirit. That third encounter that changes everything. I pray right now that power power will be poured out upon their life power to be bold power to be a witness power to share their faith power to be the dad and the mom they were called to be power to be the saints they were called to be may you do it holy spirits pour out pour out pour out i pray god even now that you'd unleash gifts I pray even now, God, that you'd pour out your spirit in such a way that not only are they temples of the Holy Spirit, now they are conduits as well of the Holy Spirit working in and through their life to encourage somebody else, to touch somebody else. May you do it right now, God. No strings attached. You can have it all. Pour out your spirit upon every single person, young, and old, God, may you do it. Thank you, God, for the promises that you give, that not only are you with us, not only do you wanna come live in us, but you also wanna be poured out upon us. And I pray, God, that what you're doing right now would not stay here, but God, that we would continue to have moments where we ask you, remember, church, free refills, holy happy hour, That when we feel dry, when we feel weak, when we feel stagnant, we can ask Holy Spirit for you to be poured out upon us afresh and anew. In fact, I pray that right now. I feel that right now. If maybe you've had an encounter in the past, but you've been a little dried up, And you be honest with the Lord, would you lift up a hand right now to heaven? God, I pray for anybody underneath the sound of my voice in this room or in other rooms. I pray for a fresh refill of your spirit. I pray God for a fresh anointing, a fresh baptism in the Holy Spirit. I pray God that you would overshadow them again. You would overpower them again, that you'd pour out your power from on high upon your people, that where they were timid, God, I pray there would be strength. That God, when they weren't enough, they would realize again that you are more than enough. May you pour it out. May you pour it out upon them. God, thank you for a fresh anointing, a fresh filling, more than hype, more than an emotion. But God, that we can have a real encounter with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for what you've done. Thank you, God, that no matter where we're at in our relationship with you, there is more available. There's more. God, we give you gratitude and we give you honor. We love you so much. And we ask all this and pray all this. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. If you made a decision for Jesus Christ or if your life has been impacted in any way, please send us an email at info at ChristCove.net. We would love to hear your story. And for those that committed your life to Christ, we want to help you on your new journey by sending our free Start Bible Kit in the mail. If you'd like to partner with us financially, simply click on the Give tab at ChristCove.net. There it will take you to a safe and secure page where you can set up a one-time or recurring gift to help us accomplish our vision, heaven full and hell empty. And as always, you can find out more about Christ's covenant on our website or on Facebook or Instagram at ChristCoveHouston.